Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So you have come here for information. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert update. A quick look at what's happening in entertainment. We dug up a lot of good dirt. On My Talk. My Talk. Listen and learn. Israel jokingly jabbed back at an Iranian supreme leader, uh, the Ayatollah Khomeini, on Twitter Monday in a response to his calls for increasing nuclear enrichment and an ominous line challenging Israel's very existence in the Middle East. I know this is very newsy sounding, but this is... I was going to say, we're talking about the Ayatollah and the dirt alert? Yeah, no, but just bear with me here, okay? I am, I am fascinated. Okay, so the Ayatollah Khomeini, he tweeted basically that um, Israel is a malignant camp cancerous tumor. They replied back, this is the official uh, embassy for Israel. Okay, they uh, tweeted back a gif of Mean Girls. What? Of Regina George saying, why are you so obsessed with me? Oh, my goodness. (laughs) It's just like, what? People are loving it. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Pop culture seeping into everything, guys. Yes. Even the Ayatollah. Yes. Yeah. Okay, Oprah Winfrey is now a Pacific Northwest landowner. Uh, you have to take a ferry to find her new crib, though. She dropped major coin to keep it that way. It's a 43-acre estate on Orcas Island, tucked away in an inlet north of Seattle. Uh, the property she Ooh. purchased is known as, uh, well, it's on Orca Island, and she spent a little over $8 million on it. It has uh, a main house, a guest house, a gazebo with glass walls, a barn, a workshop, a sauna, a craft shed, Alexis. Whoa, oh my gosh, Oprah, Lex, adopt me! a craft me. shed. And 43 acres on her own private island. That's wow. exciting, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That's she what also, I would do. She's still she somewhere also, remote. a minute ago, released her new book club selection called mm. The Sun Does Shine by Anthony Ray Hinton. So mm. there we go. Okay. Oh, nice. All right, after 15 years away, Elle Woods is coming back to the big screen. That's right. There's going to be a Legally Blonde 3, and it's coming to theaters. Yes! Yay. It's- hey, and can I do a little movie thing, too? For I just sure. saw. Yeah. Um, the new trailer for Bumblebee, a Transformer spinoff movie, is out. And you know that I hate Michael Bay more than anything, mm. and oh, I hate yeah, the yeah, Transformer yeah. movies. Oh, I didn't know but that. You've this- never expressed that before. <laughs> I know. I've been very subtle about it. But this actually looks good. <laughs> It, it looks Whoa. better, I should say. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So there we go. All right. Yeah. On TV tonight, we have the second Stop. night of auditions of America's Got Talent on NBC. We have the 13th season premiere of Face Off on Sci-Fi uh, and also the oh. World of Dance second night of qualifiers on NBC as well. And that's the latest Dirt. You can find more at mytalk1071.com. 
greatest update ever. Dirt alert updates at the top of every hour. Plus, get extended dirt alerts at 820, 1220, and 520. Keep me updated. And now, Jason and Alexis in the morning with producer Don on my talk. Everything entertainment. Welcome to the 8 o'clock hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk, World 71, everything entertainment. Everything. Why is Alexis on that scaffolding? I'm Jace with Lex and Dawn McClain. Mind your own business. Looking to find the burrito place. She's looking out to find that burrito place. Nothing. I'm doing nothing. My invisibility cloak is not on. Whoops. We have a very special guest for this for this segment. Uh, I am uh, pleased as punch that she is here. Uh, many, many moons ago, uh, she was the producer of Jason and Alexis in the morning until one day we woke her up in the middle of the night, put her in a box, and we drove out into the country, and we left her on the side of the road. Right, Lex? And uh, she she crawled her way back. Yeah. She crawled yep. her way back into yep. our hearts. Yep. Into our hearts, our minds. Mm-hmm. Marley. Bigelow. McMillan. Good morning, guys. Hey, girl. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, so was a long crawl. Yeah. <laughs> I say, wow. How are you? Yeah, that like Prince of Egypt situation in the box oh, in the river. It was hard to fight back from, but you know, wow. we made it. You did it, girl. I- I have so missed being able to stretch out your name. I I, I've been, I haven't been able to introduce you in so many months. Uh, I'm thrilled as I, I'm so happy you're here and you're here because you do a fantastic podcast. Yes. Thanks. Uh, you get a rose. You get a rose. You get a yes. rose. Yes. And we're caught talking the Bachelorette. Yes. So Bachelor Nation strong. Uh, I'm watching this year, Marley. Yes, Can you believe that? They are all watching. I I'm so excited, Marley. The oh. whole show is watching, Marley. Yeah, whoa. this is so fun. What are you guys thinking so far? <laughs> Secret burrito. What? Are you, yeah, what are you lots thinking? of thoughts. I loved little John on there last night. Little John. Little John. <laughs> what a day to smash things. How fun. Little John. Little jumpsuit on. I loved this tweet uh, last night from Batch Bracket, actually, who's putting on our fantasy league. We have a Bachelorette fantasy league that you yes. can join. All the infos at our website. Um, but this this tweet last night, you laugh, but Lil John might be the biggest musical artist the Bachelorette has ever had. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. No, that's yeah. so true. Yeah. So true. Because it's usually like Cole Swift. Yeah, and like somebody you don't know. Of them. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> and they probably paid to be on the show. Yeah, it's like yeah. they want to promote artists. Yeah, and and probably have deals to do that. And so it's yep. people, and they always act so excited, like, "Oh my god, I can't believe that Cole Swift played that song <laughs> yeah. for us." This really. was, yeah. I know, I know. Just learned his name. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> it'll be like Andy Grammer, and you're like, "Whoa, I know that Ooh. guy." Yeah, mm-hmm. I did. Like last night on that date, Blake goes, he's. Oh my gosh! And then Lil John is there. I'm a I'm such a fan. Big Lil John guy. Oh, no, okay, Blake. Yeah. No. Okay, Marley Bigelow McMillan. You you have been a Bachelor fan. You have been a Bachelorette fan for years. Is that yes. a true statement? Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. She's applied. Okay, I have. Can, I I'm yes. gonna ask. Uh, I'm gonna ask an a not popular question. Okay. But. I would be lying to you if this hasn't ran through my head. Is Becca engaging enough as a bachelorette? 
It's are, a good question. It's a good question. I, mm. I love her because she's from Minnesota. Yeah. But but the ratings are down. And I'm just being honest. This is I I personally adore her. And her mother is a big fan of the show and nice. listens to my talk. And she's a lovely woman. But I am asking for television. I almost think that sometimes she's a little too demure, you know? So I'm asking you as a bachelor, bachelorette fan who have watched many seasons, mm-hmm. is she engaging enough? I think she will be. I think she will be. We just came off a season where The Bachelor was a limp, wet noodle. So talk about not engaging. I think that she will be engaging enough. Will we get to the season and and say, oh, my gosh, that was the craziest, most engaging season of all time? I'm not sure. But uh, but I think that how much we like her and I think how much people like her. her, Yeah. And and that she's a good person. I think people will still be on her side. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I do think that she is a little bit of a different bachelorette pick. And I I feel like I have to phrase this really carefully. Um, But in the sense that it's interesting, I'm reading that book, that Amy Kaufman book called Bachelor Nation right now about the woman that reported on The Bachelor for a long time for the L.A. Times. Yeah. And then um, actually was like removed from the media list because her coverage was um, they thought it was too severe. Mm. So uh, anyway, she says in this book, you know, you know, what does it take to be the bachelorette or the bachelor? Like, what does it take to be the chosen one? And she kind of makes a comment about the women always being, I think, more attractive maybe than you know leading with their appearance rather than who they are and I don't think that's the case for Becca and I think that Becca doesn't care if some of these guys don't like her so I think that she is a unique bachelorette in that way that like they're all these guys I don't think are there um, and the ones who maybe don't make a connection with her I think there might be more of those guys like they, mm-hmm. they're not just automatically just falling over, dropping dead for, you know, this woman. I don't know, because I think the past bachelorettes have just been maybe just like so hot that the guys can't even control themselves. And not that Becca isn't beautiful, mm. but like that they've just been this kind of I feel like Becca isn't the friend that we all hate because she's too beautiful <laughs> and kind of annoyingly perfect. Right. He's approachable. She's relatable. Yeah. yeah and like, she's going beyond the superficial. Yes. She is actually looking for depth in yes, these guys. And she has substance. And so yes. I, I think that makes her different. So nice. it will be interesting to watch. I, I hope it's still engaging, obviously. Um, yeah. But yeah, I do think she is a little bit unique from the other bachelorettes. Marley Bigelow McMillan is joining us to talk about uh, the Bachelorette. The uh, don't forget to listen to Marley's podcast. You get a rose. Uh, mm. We the Lex and Dawn. We were discussing. Can we talk about the male model? Yes. Can, yeah. Yes. Plenty of drama about, surrounding Becca. Uh, Jordan, like that guy. Yeah. Marley. Marley. He's not real. No. He can't he's not. be real. Marley. No. He's not. He's, he's got to be an actor. Yeah. Even my co-host, who is the most naive bachelor, bachelorette watcher of all time, she <laughs> believes. Pure. She believes everything they say. Yep. It's mm-hmm. all real to her. She goes. Even I know that he's acting. He's acting. It's 100%. He's He's a producer pick. I do think that behind the scenes, this is a situation where the producers are saying, you have to keep him. He's the one guy you have to keep. Because there's absolutely no way Becca's not seeing through that. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Last night's episode proved it. What is wrong with him? Exactly, Lex. And this goes to what you just brilliantly, the way you laid out um, my uh, the answer to my question about what type of really I was asking what type of um, bachelorette is uh, Becca. Becca 
you could tell by the way she looked at him when he came down basically naked during the cocktail <laughs> yeah. reception and he sat next to her. She was only humoring him. Yep. I don't think she was enjoying it. Mm-mm. I don't think she liked what he was doing. Yeah. As, don't you? Yeah. Mm. yeah. That last night proved what you just said. And the awkwardness seeps in. I think it's one thing for Jordan to be putting on this charade when he's one-on-one with the producers in those testimonials and when he's on the group dates and with the guys and making these comments and pretending to be real. But I think it gets a little awkward when it's just him and Becca mm-hmm. because that charade is like he knows that she's genuinely there and that she's being honest and transparent. Yes. And I think the, uh, it becomes a little awkward for him because he's like, I got to keep this going. But mm-hmm. he'd probably prefer to actually just be real with her. But he can't because no. he's already gone down yeah. this road. And if you guys aren't watching, what happened was she was outside with another guy talking one on one. He comes up in his boxer briefs and he put his shoes on, which was weird. Right. Why do that? And why have a button down shirt that you just have hooked? on your finger cascading down your back what is the point (laughs) and but otherwise that's all he had on and he just walked up to her like hey yeah she sees me she's just gonna melt it was really weird also okay am i off base here that yes good looking guy um obviously you know fit not like the most fit that you've ever seen where Mm -hmm. you're a little like i don't know man i mean you're kind of i mean you look good but like Mm, there's kind of on the verge of a dad bod like it's yeah it's i don't know it's not like he's cut like lincoln or something like that yeah well no and he's not Mm -hmm. even you know if we're being superficial let's be honest we're talking about a superficial show so we would normally and he has brought up that uh, he is the best yeah yeah we normally not rip someone for their appearance no no i mean this show (laughs) is all about the superficial yeah Uh, let's be real he parades and peacocks like he is the second coming of Ryan Philippi. And and let me tell you, Sister Soldier, you are not. No, let me tell you, that God has not arisen no. again. Yet. No, that mold, that mold, that uh, the good is, Lord broke. It is ancient. Uh, yeah. It's moldy. That's not, mold you, is moldy. I, and he is another, he is my 8,000th example in my life of how your personality mm. can make you so physically vomitous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, yeah. I would ra- I, I would rather sleep with little Debbie than sleep with Whoa. that dude. Yeah, I would sleep with little John. Well, she, little Debbie brings cakes and stuff, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, at least well, she's bringing saying. something to the table. <laughs> yeah, I little like John. Girl's hat. That girl's hat's a turn on, too. I, yeah, that, that too. To bed, then we have another thing going. <laughs> little John will bring some music and uh, some yeah. entertainment there. Yeah, the, the unfortunate thing is, I mean, Jordan is, he's 100% just there for fame. And to make a ruckus. Um, And so. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. But <laughs> I think we would like him better if he was actually being himself. Yes. You know, like we would actually real. like him but he doesn't want to do that. Or, or He's maybe never going to get a date after this. We'd at least like him more. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and he, you know, every time he mentions he's a model, that's a drinking game. The other yes, drinking true. game is Becca saying, I'm not going to lie. Oh, yeah. He said that multiple times uh-huh. last night. Do you like about Becca, though, I think when Colton told her that he dated Tia, her face, she does not hide anything. No. Her face looks like... I'm going to kill you and I'm just going to sit here with this stone face for a a few minutes as it would be in real life. But I feel like maybe another person on the show would have they they soften it a little bit. They know they're on TV, but I don't think Becca's doing that that at all. And isn't he the one that's going to reveal that he's a virgin coming up too? That's what I thought the big reveal was. Yeah. That was in one of the promos, so we're not spoiling anything. He's a virgin, Don. He is? Yeah. How did that happen? Things didn't get that hot hot with Tia. He's never been around me before, has he? Gosh. That guy's so hot. Oh, you love Colton. I love Colton. You love Colton? Is Colton the second coming of of, uh, Bachelor Chris for you? Yeah. Yeah, he's oh. a second. To, I mean, Bachelor Chris, nobody can beat him, but Colton's pretty hot. <laughs> I love how much Don loves Crystal. He's my soul. I don't get it either. <laughs> he's no Sean Logo. Come on. Oh, God. He's, he's so boring. Okay, we, we, we have to sadly go because oh. if uh, every minute we're late to Elizabeth Reese, she charges us 50 bucks. Oh, so we God. Have to go. She's yeah, gotten yeah, yeah, expensive. Yeah, yeah. Like the real quick, Mark, who's your fave right now? Who's... Uh, I, I I think Garrett is a front runner, yeah, even though he's got like a weird social media thing happening. Yeah. Um, yeah. Otherwise, I actually like Jason. Um, I was happy Mike, the blonde ponytail guy, got through. <laughs> yeah. She oh, really yeah. likes Blake. I'm kind of like, eh, okay, Blake. Um, yeah. So those Leo are, is those good are at dodgeball too. But Leo is a stunt man. Yeah, he is a stunt man. <laughs> so, oh, that's part of his job, yeah. I guess. I forgot is he about a that. Game of Thrones <laughs> stunt man. What is he? He's, with that he's hair? been on a lot of stuff. I think he was on The Walking Dead. Uh-huh. Yeah, maybe oh, Game of okay. Thrones. Like yeah, he's been on. A, he's he's actually successful. You can you can listen to Marley's. You can listen to Marley's Bachelor Bachelor podcast. You get a rose wherever oh. podcasts are sold. Marley Bigelow McMillan, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for having me, you guys. Thank you. Come back anytime. Elizabeth Reese is now. This is a my talk dirt alert. It is time to get all the big entertainment tidbits vis-a-vis Elizabeth Reese, vis-a-vis the Dirt Alert. Hello, Elizabeth Hi, Reese. Hi, you guys. Hey. Nice to be with you. That'll be $50. Nice you. you can Venmo or cash at me, whatever you'd uh, like. How about Apple Pay? Are you on Apple Pay? I'll take all of it. I'm on all of the You Pay Me sites. You can just pay me. <laughs> Got it. It's Done. really great. Side note, um, for those kind of sites, you know, that's all the rage with babysitters these days. Like, oh, we don't yes, ever really? give our babysitters cash or write them a check. We always just Venmo them or cash app them. Nice. I know. It's a whole new world. It is. It really is. It's fascinating. Okay. uh, Let's talk some fun Hollywood news. Reese Witherspoon and MGM are bringing everybody back together again for Legally Blonde 3. Yes. It's coming together pretty quickly. Here's what I'll say about this. I hope it's good. 
I do too. I hope she's not coming back for a crappy script. And I almost cussed there accidentally. But yeah, I hope she's not coming back for a crappy script. Boy, Legally Blonde would be the thing that pushes you over the edge to swearing on the air. <laughs> Whoa. We all have our buttons. Listen, we can all be pushed. Yeah. <laughs> just depends on what it is. For Jason, it's Legally Blonde. <laughs> no, I, I just, you know what I mean. It's such a beloved, know. you know, yeah, you can write it off as a, a goofy comedy, but people really love that character. It's, it's a part of pop culture. I love um, it. You know what I mean? It mm-hmm. really is in the fabric. Uh, especially of the latter half of the 20th century. And and, and uh, actually, I believe it came out after the 20th century. But uh, it really is especially defining for Reese Witherspoon. I hope they don't ruin it. Sequels sometimes can tarnish the legacy of a, of a, of a franchise. I hope that they don't ruin this. I hope so, too. It's been 17 years since the original and the sequel came out. So the original came out in 2001. The sequel came out in 2003. Um, and then, of course, the stage musical has done really, really well. People have loved to watch it. Um, you know, they didn't see it on the big screen. They're watching it on DVD. But the original grossed $141 million worldwide on an $18 million budget. And then the sequel to Legally Blonde brought in $124 million on a $45 million budget. So those movies mm. were very, very successful. And yeah. um, we'll have to see what ends up happening with this one. Their um, deadline is reporting that it is going to be very much in the spirit of the first film. Nice. In which... Uh, uh, Woods's idealism and pink dominant wardrobe prevailed over the cynicism and snootiness all around her. Perfect. Elle Woods, yeah. that was her name. It, it was so okay. good. Um, oh my goodness. Did you hear about this? Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart. The buzz is that there might be a little rekindle of the romance going on. Oh, really? There were some rumors a couple months ago. It's getting worse. Thank you. Isn't this interesting? Yes, we have new pictures, Dawn. (laughs) New pictures? Thank you for asking. Oh, my gosh. Whoa! Our vampire dreams come back! Can you believe it? It's that first love that you just can't quit. So, over the past few months, there have been rumors of a reunion. Now, Kristen Mm -hmm. Stewart's 27. Robert Pattinson is 32. You'll remember that they uh, fell in love during during the Twilight movie. And then had a massive epic breakup when photos of Kristen Stewart emerged making out in a car with her then Snow White and the Huntsman director Rupert Sanders. That ended up ending his marriage and then caused the breakdown of her and Robert Pattinson's relationship. Um, They were spotted together on Saturday night at the Chateau Marmont. They were attending a party for Lily Rose Depp and um, they were keeping a low profile, but they were outside smoking together. She was smoking. I don't mm. know if he was smoking. She should quit smoking. But anywho, <laughs> um, I, I guess insiders are saying they're trying to keep it low key, but there's still chemistry there. Whoa. And people in their circles are starting to wonder if they're considering a reconciliation. Now, Kristen Stewart went on um, to date a couple of different women. The latest one has been Stella Maxwell, who's a Victoria's Secret angel. And there have been rumors. Uh, there were rumors when these rumors of her and Robert started that uh, Kristen and Stella were having trouble. Ah, mm-hmm. he broke up with FKA Twigs, who's an English rapper. Uh-huh. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was engaged like to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love her music, by the way. You should check her out. It's fascinating. Yeah. These two maybe would come back together. Wouldn't that be fabulous? Mm-hmm. Boy, the Twilight yeah, movies. I mean, how about the worst movies ever made? <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Oh, they sure have chemistry, uh, though. <laughs> you could feel the chemistry. Yeah, because Alexis, you they just stared not. at each other. <laughs> Awkwardly. I could. I could. No. Sparkly vampires in the woods. Oh. God. 
the any, rest of the film, whatever. Any love story, this is like how Fifty Shades is too. Any love story that involves just like staring at each other and like, I love her, but I've never spoken to her. I don't know anything about her, but I just mm-hmm. know that I love her. I just have <laughs> no interest in. That movie was about as sexual as Minnie Pearl. <laughs> yeah. It's no good. No good. <laughs> I didn't mean to disparage Minnie Pearl there, but I'm just saying. Yeah. There's <laughs> nothing hot about that movie. It's just I get it. When you talk about um young couples, this is kind I of an interesting little young show. couple. I know it's so yeah. good. Uh Bella Robertson, who was on Duck Dynasty, Uh-oh, she's no. one of the kids, yeah. is dating Cam Candace Cameron Bure's eldest son. Oh, wow. Left. Really? Wow. I mean, don't the two ideologies there just go hand in hand, right? They do. Um, I mean, talk about dating someone with the same values. This would totally fit. Uh, she, um, He recently captioned a photo of them on Instagram. Major heart eyes. What's new? He's 18. She's 16. And she commented on it with three heart eye emojis. Young oh. love. <laughs> First love, young love. Heart yes. eyes. That's a big deal. Very oh, sweet. <laughs> mm-hmm. That means they're Sounds very... like Twilight love. Sounds like Twilight. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> was mad chemistry with them on, the, on, the, on all the films. You can watch Elizabeth today at 3 on Twin Cities Live. Find out why Alexis was in the doghouse again with her husband when we come back. The party continues right now. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk model 7-1. Everything entertainment. Everything mom. Will you buy me that toy? I'm Jace with Lex and Dawn McLean, America's favorite favorite ghost hunter. Yeah. I know that, Mr. Man. I'm not stupid, you know. Uh I know that, Kathy Bates. I know. Don't (laughs) hobble me. Uh, 833 already said that. It's going to be beautiful today. Uh, It's going to crack 80. It's going to crack 80. Um, What what did you say, Lex? I thought thought you said crap 80. No. We were freaking out a few minutes ago. I think Dawn and Alexis and I are all the same. I won't. I won't embarrass the the commercial, but uh, <laughs> we are in a commercial break, my talkers, and um, we thought. And I, I couldn't. I Alexis and I don't have the ability to talk to each other during the commercial breaks, but I. But Dawn and I can <laughs> off air, and there was a commercial running, and usually. To give you a little insight, I'm I'm in a box. I, I do the radio show from a very small box uh, at the Fox Studios. And during the commercial breaks, I'm either watching CBS this morning or I'm trying to, you know, I'm setting up uh, sound bites that I want to make Alexis laugh with for the next segment. Or I just zone out and kind of meditate for a minute. <laughs> yeah, you should. So I'm zoning out. <laughs> And all of us, and there was a commercial that was running, and I thought for sure that the commercial said the S word. Yeah. And I Ooh. jumped on the microphone, and I'm like, Dawn, did you hear that? <laughs> and she's like, Yeah, I thought the same thing. Oh, was it a recorder or was it my live? No, 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 no it wasn't you. Oh. It wasn't you. It wasn't no. you. Yeah, no, no, no. We would have laughed. No, at that. but it wasn't. It's just oh, kind of yeah. a word that sounds like that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> Um, but anyway, uh, Lex, it's going to be 80. Uh, maybe we have a granny panty forecast. Please. Yeah, 80, comfortable. It's a two granny panty day. Two, two granny, granny panties. panties. There we go. Two granny panties for y'all. Um, now, if anybody has a place for Alexis to stay, uh, go ahead and email us because she may need it. It's been a bad week. Yeah. Uh, it's been a bad week for Alexis. Or let me rephrase that. Uh, let's take pity on Angel. Mm-hmm. It's been a bad, right, Dawn? <laughs> yes. It's been a, it's what? Been a, 
It's been a bad week to be on Hell Toro. Now, usually, because she's our friend and she's our colleague, we would normally take the side of Alexis. Uh, but right now, uh, poor, Aww. poor on. So haters, That's back right. up, yo. Um, yeah, I'm in so, the doghouse, guys. So yesterday, you will remember that Alexis was nearing separation because she was a, <laughs> because she wanted to bring home what was going to be a like a six hundred pound dog, uh, oh, and on, gentle and on, giant named Bosco was like hell no, yeah. hell no, uh, no. We have two dogs, right? <laughs> right, Lex. Yeah. Uh, we have two, and that's one enough. for each hand. So then, that and happens. actually, the foster family who uh, has Bosco right now, yeah. who is a Caucasian shepherd, this really gigantic, uh, just fluff of dog. a dog. Oh my goodness! They said that they've had three dogs at one point, and it's better to have four. So then I was like, "Well, okay, yeah, Bosco's well, we need sister. four. Yeah. yeah, why not? I mean, you have three already because mm-hmm. one of them get feels left out sometimes." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, so um, so Alexis. <laughs> so he didn't like that suggestion either. Is my point? No, and it was either uh, fine. Bring the dog in, but when you bring the dog in, you go ahead and leave. Uh, just, so <laughs> yeah. Lex was in the doghouse there, yeah. and now rumor has it, Adele, you are in the doghouse again. Uh, it, why is on Hill uh, reaching for the phone to call <sighs> a lawyer? It's all over a pub mix. Which is a snack mix that you can get at Costco. Okay? okay. Inside, it's a mix of different treats. There's uh, okay. some honey mustard uh, twist sticks, some cheddar okay. cheese sticks, pretzel sticks. There's these uh, rye chips, some sesame <laughs> chips. That's a lot of flavors. I feel like I'm, I'm gummed. That is a lot of damn flavors. <laughs> yeah, I'm listing off shrimp here. Uh, let's see, uh, rice crackers and some bagel Nacho chips. Okay. Holy crap. Okay, go ahead. It is a delectable t- just mix of flavors. Your mouth will be very happy with you. Okay? Your husband will not. Your husband won't if you're like me. And I, I man, I, I like two things in the mix. So I picked them out. I like the pretzel sticks and I like the nacho chips. So that's what I eat. And so yesterday... He was so kind. I didn't even ask for it. He went to Costco and brought this pub mix because sometimes it's there, sometimes it's not. You know, when you see things at Costco, you got to jump on it and go, right, guys? <laughs> you have to. There have been multiple times the pub mix was not there. Okay. So he picked one up, and I was, oh, yes, this is great. I'm just eating. And, yeah, I'm trying to pick out the things that I like. And he was not very happy. He, wanted, he got a little bowl and was like, you need to just dump blindly dump some in this bowl and that's that's your treat. It's like, but I don't like those I don't like the honey mustard twist sticks. <laughs> oh my gosh. So that's out of this mix that you think is so thing. great, yeah. there's only really two things in there that you like. That I really like, but the flavor combination is championship, you know? Because um, I could just buy the pretzel sticks and I could just buy the nacho yeah, bagel just, chips, yeah, which someone did tweet nice. us. You could be nice and get on hell his own mix of mix. That's the solution because we did, yeah. The, at the end, it just said, okay, you know what? Next time, pub mix, we're getting two. Yours and mine. His and hers. 
Well, we are a full service show. Yep. So uh, for on hell, Dawn and I, we we found a we found a lawyer. <laughs> you guys uh, are with me though, right? I, you can pick well, out what no, you want. We're no, actually, no, we're what? Actually, no, we're not. We, we, we don't fi- agree with that. What? No, we don't find it all. Uh, but we found a lawyer uh, that <laughs> yeah. is sponsoring this segment. So. On hell, this one's for you. Here we go. Hi, I'm Steve Miller. Uh-oh. I've been a trial lawyer in Florida and Massachusetts since 1985. If you and your spouse hate each other like poison and what? want to get out of the hellhole you call a marriage, you've come to the right place. Look, you can waste your money screwing around with some paper pusher paralegal type, yeah. give thousands of dollars to some piece of crap three-piece suit downtown, blow your brains out trying to figure out why you wasted 25 bucks on the crappy forms you bought from the illiterate boob at the courthouse, or do what I say and do it now. We Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. You know what we're doing here. Look at this website, a work of art. Here's the story. Pay us a little and we get you a lot. Don't worry about the details. We'll take care of business and let you know when to crack open the champagne. Okay, time to move on. Go to the Get the Divorce page in the upper right corner, pay up, and you're on your way to getting rid of that vermin you call a spouse. We're here to help. Divorce EZ, a Florida law firm. Getting rid of that vermin you call a spouse. We're here to help. Divorce easy. A Florida law firm. Yes. Divorce. Divorce easy. Oh my goodness. Oh, oh it's I just love a that. small little thing. Sometimes, right? That just gets oh, you. Oh, it is. And now, of course, a dog is a different situation. But no, yeah, yeah. No, it oh, is. Oh man, it is Oof. the funny little things. You know, when uh, when I had my friend over the weekend. Colin, you know, Colin came home yesterday. Colin wasn't home this weekend. Um, he was in Chicago with his friends while I was in uh, our city with my high school friend. And Colin joked, he goes, so how much did you complain about me to Sheila? And I said, I actually <laughs> didn't complain at all. I said, I was just laughing at, you know, the little, like our differences and how, you know, in the moment they drive you nuts, but they're really a blessing. Again, like, you know, Colin is extremely organized. And if something pops in his head, we need to do it immediately. And I, you know what I mean? Yes. He, he doesn't, he doesn't understand. It, he doesn't understand why folks aren't on his timetable. He just doesn't get it. So, and I said, <laughs> so that's a, that's a big difference. Cause I'm a procrastinator, you know, and I, I'm just like, maybe I don't want to do it right now. That, <laughs> yeah, that's me yeah. too. <laughs> that doesn't, yeah, I know Lex, you and I have that in common, but that Colin's computer his brain, you that doesn't compute. He doesn't, well, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you want to do it now so it's over? Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, because I don't want to do it. I want to watch... <laughs> 
Price is right. You know what I mean? I, <laughs> that doesn't, he can't process that. It, 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 there's like a, his computer shorts out. He doesn't get that. So we were, we were laughing, but it is, it's all, it's the little small things that is just very funny. Anyway, uh, it is coming up. Uh, well, actually it's eight 42. We're going to wrap up uh, this whole little circus when we return. Those Stay with us. Six, so let me go Whatever. Digging in there now. Everything entertainment, everything vinegar and water works really good to clean windows. I'm Jace with Lex mm-hmm. and Don McLean. <clears throat> Oprah Winfrey was uh, just on CBS this morning talking about the opening of a fantastic new exhibit opening at the, the Smithsonian's uh, Museum of African American History. And uh, it's running for several months. It's called Watching Oprah, the Oprah Winfrey Show and American Culture. Mm. And uh, y'all know uh, what the Oprah Winfrey Show means to the three of us. Uh, Lex and I have been talking about it for years. We actually did a live broadcast um, during uh, we had a watch party for the final episode of the Oprah Show seven years ago. Yes. On May 25th. Um, so here's a little bit of uh, here's a little Oprah was just interviewed by Gail and and uh, Nora and John on CBS this morning. Here's a little bit because this exhibit girl, I want to go to D.C. Tomorrow I want to go to, to, to there. This. I want to go to there. Take a little listen. This was just 15 years ago. Nobody had ever seen anybody like me on the air who was just an average looking black person. Gorgeous, though I am. But you know what I mean? No frills, no whatever. And I look back at some of my videotape. I don't know how I got to be successful myself wearing some of that, those hairdos and those uh, outfits. But you Gorgeous know. though she is, Oprah Winfrey always understood the impact that she and her groundbreaking talk show had on this country. That is the subject of a new exhibit, Watching Oprah, the Oprah Winfrey Show. And oh, whoops. They're will open Friday at the Smithsonian's National Museum of African American History and Culture. The exhibit features interactive interviews, movies, costumes, and artifacts from the Oprah Show's 25-year run. Number one the whole time, just saying. Organizers say examines <laughs> the ways that America shaped Oprah and how her work shaped our country today. Oprah is a major benefactor for the museum. It's also, we're proud of this, a 16-minute <laughs> special contributor. Yes. We are glad that you are back at the table. And this, I was saying to people, this is what you love more than anything is discussing yourself because and I'm being very sarcastic <laughs> yes. this is ac- absolutely what she hates but I didn't know Oprah that you didn't realize what all was going into the exhibit it's a big deal 4,000 yeah. square feet yeah it's in three parts of your life your childhood the show is and it the, three parts of my three life parts. That's very nice. yeah three parts <laughs> and then the impact that you've had on America but you weren't involved in curating all the different things that will be on display no because I think they wanted to draw a line between the fact that I had worked as a part of the board to right. create the museum and then not to have any Anything to do with whatever was going into this exhibit. So I missed that meeting that there was actually going to be an exhibit. Yeah. And um, so there were archivists who've been working on it for the past couple of years. And I, they would come to me for, and they really work with my team, uh, headed by Amy Weinblum, and they literally you know, we're asking for diaries. And I was like, let me see if I can give up that diary. Yeah. <laughs> you guys know a little bit about that. <laughs> yeah, yep. so there's 
There's her desk from Harpo. There's the famous red outfit that she wore the day she gave away all the cars. Um, There are diary entries. They've kind of recreated her office. All of the Emmys that the Oprah Winfrey show won. Pictures from her short-lived show, Brewster Place. So, yeah. Where's this Um, again? The at the Smithsonian's National Museum of um, of uh, African American History. Oh, cool! And culture, yeah. yeah, brand new museum. So it's called again, watching Oprah, the Oprah Winfrey Show, and American Culture, which opens on Friday. So oh, very cool. I I've been wanting to. It's it's funny that I was just joking about Colin and I. I we've been talking about making a, a trip to D.C. I haven't been there in many many years. This is a reason. Mm-hmm. This would be a reason to go to. Washington D.C. Yeah, I would like to go to there to yeah. Court Tina Fey. Yeah, That'd be great. It would be really good. So anyway, so I thought that was really cool. We love I, her. I want to see this. Still do. I miss. Always I will. gotta tell. You, yeah, always will. And uh, I miss that show so much. I really do. I mean, that was just such a giant part of my life. Just a huge part of my life. Coming home and at four p.m. here, and then again, you know, growing up in Chicagoland, uh, nine a.m. That's how I would start my day is watching mm-hmm. the Oprah Winfrey show. I couldn't wait to get home. Even as a teenager, you know, Oprah's on, you know, who's going to be on Oprah and what are they talking about? And what is she wearing? And, you know, her, her weight loss struggle. Cause I, I'm a person um, that like, I, I think I can, the oh. three of us, yes. you know, it's, it's an ongoing struggle for the three of us. That was so relatable to me. And I loved that. You know, every season I was like, okay, is she working out with Bob again? <laughs> yeah. Okay. She, you know, is she, how's she doing with Bob, her trainer? So, yeah. I don't know. Remember that show? Uh, remember the last, remember the last broadcast? You and I did the, the show yes. at uh, the Sofitel. That was at the Sofitel. Yes. That yeah. was such a fun, fun day. We had a candy bar. Well, we and, did. Uh, oh, man. We, Lots of TVs we didn't going. invite B. Arthur. Yeah. We didn't. <laughs> B. Arthur wasn't allowed to be there. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, is uh, Donna Valentine uh, here? She is here. Yep, working on getting a little adapter for. Uh, there we go. Headset. She plugged so, in. Yep, she getting there. We have her pl- yep. okay. Those little things are like gold. Ladies and gentlemen, she is the incomparable host of Donna and Steve. Heard weekdays immediately following whatever this is. <laughs> yeah. It is, it is Donna exactly. and Steve. <laughs> Hi, Deval. How are you guys doing? Great. Good. How are you? I'm good. Yeah. We're going to talk about The Bachelorette, of course. Did you guys cover that? Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. How about that, Jordan? We had your old co-host. Remember her? Marley Bigelow McMillan. Remember her? I do remember her. She's got a great podcast. You get a rose on The Bachelorette. We'll be talking to her, too, you guys. Oh, fabulous. Great minds. Think oh, yeah, well, there's two hours of footage there that we can I easily, know. I mean, there was so much that happened last oh, night. Oh, my God, that Jordan guy, he's got oh. to go. What a plant. Yes, such He's an actor. Is... There's no way that she no. wanted to give him a rose. Uh-uh. There's no uh-uh. way. It's artificial as B. Arthur's hair color. Just, just not even real. <laughs> nice. Jason said it, just for the <laughs> <Yeah>. record. <laughs> oh, please. Oh, they, none of us here have natural hair color anyway. <laughs> yeah. I don't think there's one person on staff. No. Maybe Ryan. Yeah. Ryan, yeah. Who? I don't know. He's suspect, too. <laughs> what do you mean, who? who's that? Ryan. He Perkins. might even have some highlights. I don't know who you're talking about. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, and Miss Shannon is joining us, too, by the way. Oh, fabulous. I know who she is. That's right. 
So uh, three out of the four people on your show today, I, I, I acknowledge. <laughs> this Ryan person, I don't know who Who's that is. Ryan? Oh, sweetie, here he is. Yeah. Oh. I don't know who he is. Bye, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow, right, Lex? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you for you, we love you. Bye. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit LiveXLive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.